0: Hello. I'm back podcasting. haven't done a podcast in a long, long time, and I thought that I would download a podcast app called CastBox and start podcasting. The reason why I'm starting to podcast again is because last year I became part of a global movement organised by FIFA, the governing body of football worldwide. The... It's basically a collection of fans worldwide that represent their country through social media and also getting involved in a fan movement. The hashtag is WeLiveFootball and it's the global fan movement is the name. And the Women's World Cup is coming up and as everyone knows who used to follow my previous podcasts on iTunes and my website, I am a very big supporter (coughs) of women's football. And this all became when I moved to Sweden back in 2012. I didn't really want to follow a men's team and I was living in a a city called Norrköping and the neighbouring city, Linköping, had a football team. So in the summer of 2013, during the European Championships, I started to go and watch games. And basically, fast forward six years, I'm still a season ticket holder at Chelsea men's team back home, Lynchoping women's team in Sweden, and I've also started to follow the women's team in the UK, Chelsea. So the FIFA fan movement started to ask us to start getting more active on social media due to the uh, Women's World Cup, which is going to be this summer. Now, the Women's World Cup Obviously, I will be supporting Sweden, because I represent Sweden at hashtag WeLiveFootball. But I'm British, and one of my closest friends plays for the Australian team, so I still have an interest in the Matildas in Australia, Sweden, of course, and the English women's team. Now, my first podcast is basically a bit of a, a bit of a kind of a strange one. England have always had this mentality, both in the men's game and the women's game, That if a player plays overseas, they don't get a look-in. They don't... It's almost like they're ignored. They're invisible. I remember even back in the days when Paul Gascombe was playing for Lazio. um, I think it was Graham Taylor at the time kind of ignored him for a couple of games. And there's another tournament called the She Believes Cup. Now, the She Believes Cup is almost like a a pre-warm-up tournament for the World Cup. And England are taking part in the She Believes Cup. Now... Phil Neville, the Manchester United player, is the manager of the national team for England. And he announced his She Believes squad a few days ago. And I looked at the squad and thought, oh, there was one player that was absent. And I thought, wow, she must be injured. But she's not. She's not in the team. Now, I don't know if that's for any injury reasons, but as far as I'm aware, this player, who is called Natasha Dowie, is not injured. Natasha has just... Left uh, the W League season in Australia as I believe second highest goal scorer behind the phenomenal Sammy Kerr. Natasha is the captain of Melbourne Victory. Now, the W League has kind of two um, methods to to getting the champions. You have the inaugural ladder or league, and the top four that finish in the league go through to the playoffs for the uh, the grand final. Now. Melbourne Victory finished top this season, and Natasha, I believe, scored scored nine goals in the league. Now, before Natasha went to Melbourne Victory, she was playing for Linköping, my team here in Sweden. Now, she only played 11 games uh, in the league for Linköping, but scored 10 goals, and I believe at the end of the season, even though Natasha left halfway through, she was still Linköping's top goalscorer. So, most players usually play a season, and then they kind of take a break, and then they go to another country and play a season. But Natasha literally played back-to-back seasons for Linköping up until, I think it was July, and then started the W League a few months later. So in total, in 2018, Natasha scored 19 goals for two clubs and played 23 games. That, that is a phenomenal goal-scoring record. 23 games, 19 goals, and that's just in the league think she scored a hat-trick, if I recall, in the Swedish Cup as well in one game. Now, I don't know what goes on with English football. Um, being English myself, and supporting England, of course, in, in tournaments, I've always found it strange that they would leave out their quality players. Now, when I look at the She Believes lineup, the forwards that uh, Phil Neville has chosen are Tony Duggan, who plays for Barcelona, Beth Mead, who, who's having a great season for Arsenal, Nikita Paris at Man City, Jodie Taylor, who plays for Seattle Rain, as far as I'm aware, and Ellen White at Birmingham. They're all great strikers, don't get me wrong. Um, I know that they're all having good seasons or have had good seasons, but how can you leave out a player that's banged in 19 goals in 23 games in the league and has finished top scorer for both clubs and is literally on fire right now? It, it, I don't understand how the English FA are still stuck in the in the 19th century when it comes to players overseas. I mean, could you imagine in the men's game if Gareth Bale was left out of the Welsh squad because he played for Real Madrid? Or, I don't know, Jordan Sancho was left out of the England team because he plays in Germany. I, I mean, it's, it, it's ridiculous how England still leave out overseas players. Now, there could be a legitimate reason, don't get me wrong, there could be, but I've seen Natasha play, I think... Seven live games in uh, Damos the Swedish league, and four games in the W league. And I must admit, you, you won't find a much better striker in, in world football right now. With the exception of maybe Sammy Kerr, Peniel Harder, and possibly Carly Lloyd. Sorry, I, yeah, I would... Those two... Uh, no, no, let's just say Penil Harder and Sammy Kerr. I think those two are in the same bracket. You won't find a better striker than Natasha Dowie right now. And I, I really hope that Natasha goes to the World Cup. If she doesn't, there is something very, very wrong with Phil Neville and his selection policies, because you won't see a more in more attacking striker than Natasha Dowie right now. I mean, just looking at her stats in her career... Uh, I read this the other day, actually. She's played 155... No, 147 games. And has scored 76 goals. Now, that's an average of one goal every two games. I mean, you give me a striker that can put the ball in the net one in every two games, and I would sign them straight away. Uh, it, It just makes me... I don't know. I mean, the She Believes Cup is a good tournament. It's not just about having a pre-season uh, friendly, ranking points count. I mean, it's, it's really, you know, women's football is such a different setup to men's football. But my main thoughts are, how can Natasha Dowie be left out of the England squad when she is, without question, in my mind, the best striker in England right now? If not one of the best strikers in world football. Anyway, if Natasha gets to hear this, I just want to say, we all think you're amazing, you're a phenomenal player. Brilliant striker and really, really, really just um, be on top of of the game and uh, really hope to see you in the World Cup.